Okay, so I'm so excited about this podcast. It's been a minute since we've been able to do one, um, but we are back in full force and excited about um, the many uh, my stories that are coming. And um, so today I have the honor and the privilege to sit and speak with Jennifer McLean, who is a dear friend of mine. So tell everybody, hey, Jennifer. Hello. <laughs> and so it kind of just started... Um, Jennifer's also in education, and um, I was just riding down the road, and she called, and or I may have called her back, I can't remember, um, and we were just talking and kind of brainstorming together and encouraging each other because that's what friends do. I mean, we are here to lean on each other and to guide and, and help each other through things in life, um, and that's, I believe, I feel like that's why the Lord puts us in each other's stories for that time is just to lean on truth and to walk through things together. So that's what we were doing. We were just conversating. Um, and, and Jennifer can contest to this. I, I probably talked way too much. We were just talking about that earlier about how much I do talk. <laughs> but um, what you called for, Jennifer, and you, you wait, first of all, you encouraged me way more than I encouraged you. Um, and I had pulled into the parking lot and was about to get out and to go into a place. And um, you said something and it just kind of, it was so profound to me. Um, and so I just stopped and I said, okay, say that again. And you, you were just telling me something that had happened. I'm going to let you share that part. Um, but it was just so powerful. It was so powerful. And I hope you remember what I'm talking about. Um, and I thought, well, that's exactly when I asked you, hey, would you like to do the podcast? And you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> because somebody else needs to hear that. What you said is so good. It's so simple, but so good. Um, and so your word is trust. Yes. And so I'm going to stop there because I just want you to kind of, in your own way, just like we're having a conversation like we talked about earlier, share kind of a little bit of what you were telling me that day. Okay. Um, first of all, it's an honor to be here with you um and um, i'm excited to share what the lord has shared with me i don't see that my story is significant at all Mm. but i do know that a very significant one lives in me and whatever he has to say Mm. uh, that's what matters and so my prayer is just that that will be shared today So uh, in that conversation that day, uh, we were talking about, you know, just uh, there's a lot of sickness, a lot of the enemy is just really trying to um, attack Mm -hmm. a lot of our minds with fear and anxiety, Uh, both adults, children, teenagers, uh, men, women, it doesn't matter. There, you know, no respecter of persons. It's just everyone. And we were um, talking about sickness and um I said that I was talking with a friend who is uh, battling cancer, and um, in that conversation, she kept saying that, you know, she would sleep for a little while during the night, and then she would wake up, and the enemy would just bombard her mind with thoughts, Um, and she knew who those thoughts were from because they were not of good. They were of evil. Um, of fear and anxiety in the future and it not being bright and um and she said she kept saying over and over i just casted those thoughts down i I would cast them down i would cast them down and that is what it says you know that's what the bible says to do is cast down those thoughts um and i let her talk for a little while but then she she would just stop there she would just cast them down and i said well you're forgetting the second part of the scripture. Wow. The second part of that scripture says, uh, well, first of all, it's Second Corinthians 10, 5. It says, cast down imagina- imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring, it, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So it's not enough for us just to cast them down. Right. Um, and casting them down kind of means just pushing them to, we think of that as just pushing them to the side, pushing that thought out, almost like a pile of junk that we have to go right. back to yeah. and pick it back up. But that's not what this scripture is saying. Um, it's saying cast it down and then, but you have to bring it into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Amen. And in that... Amen. The only thing that's obedient is his word. The only thing that's powerful enough 
to replace those thoughts are his word and his promises. And that's the only thing that will sustain you. And I noticed, too, um, when I quoted that scripture a few minutes ago, it was in the King James Version, but the, the NIV Version, I really like to... I like to look at a scripture and go to all the different versions and see what it looks like because I'm a word person, I guess, you know, (laughs) education kind of does that to you. Yes, it does. Um, And so I looked at it in the NIV and it says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that it sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So in that version, I was looking at the beginning. It says, it doesn't say cast down. It says demolish. Yeah. And the Greek word for that, you know, because I'm a nerd like that, uh, (laughs) is deutimus. And deutimus power, um, like dynamite power. And so when it says um, demolish those imaginations or those thoughts, do it like dynamite would. And when dynamite gets rid of something... You can't put it back together. It gets rid of it. It is, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the East is from the West, mm-hmm. it's not <clears throat> able to be put back together. Right. And so it's not just casting something aside or casting that thought aside uh, to pick it back up later. It's impossible to pick it back up yep. when we cast it down the way that Scripture tells us to. And then make the, um, the thought obedient to Christ. And... In that, it's not just replacing it with a good thing. We can replace it with good things all day long. We can say, you know, I'm going to be all right, or it's going to be a good day. And those are all great things. And yes, I hope everyone's going to be all right, and it's going to be a good day. But that won't sustain you. It has to be the Word. It has to be, um, you know, a a scripture that you can can put there, like... um, you will never leave me or forsake me, no yeah. matter what happens, yeah. or you have great yeah. plans for me, right. declares the Lord, plan a future, a hope, uh, plans to prosper me with a hope and a future, or um, just who you trust in, that you trust in Him. And so, I guess all of that came from, all of that came from this year, I've um, had family members who have had COVID, I've had family member who has passed away of covid Mm -hmm. and so a couple months ago i had covid and there was a one point um you know i i feel like for me i know it's different for everyone anxiety was a huge part of it and that's not something that i battle and so i wasn't i didn't feel prepared Mm -hmm. but i did at, at one point um you know we always think, oh, we can always go pick up our Bible because we live in America and <laughs> there are freedoms and there are Bibles everywhere. everywhere. Hotel rooms, <clears throat> you know, everywhere you look, there's a Bible yep. and a church on yep. every corner. Sure. Um, so we don't think of ourselves in a situation where we won't have the word to sustain us. Yeah. Um, but here I was in my bed. I couldn't go get my Bible. Um, No one else in my house had COVID at the time. And so I wasn't coming out of my room. Um, And so I couldn't go get it. And then I did have my phone, which, you know, has the Bible on that. But when I would look at my phone and scroll, I would get so dizzy. Um, So Mm. I would have to close my eyes or lay back down or whatever. And um, so I didn't have it to put into me I had to rely on what was already in there and if we don't put it in if we don't study to show ourselves approved um, during times when we can it may not be there to sustain us in times that we can't right um, and so I would just lay in bed and say or um, think about scripture and Remind God of His promises, because um, He's faithful. Yeah. He's faithful to His promises. Um, it may not be the plan that we have for ourselves, but but He's faithful to what He has promised, yeah. and He's promised good things, um, and He's good. And in that, it it just reminded me how I used to. I, I would there was a time that I would study to memorize Scripture. Mm-hmm. 
And then I started studying um, specific scriptures to just know what they mean. Um, but in that moment, I really had to go back to when I used to memorize scripture. Yeah. And I really needed it. Yeah. You know, in a battle. Yes. So, and a lot of what I hear, um, you know, just in our family or friends that have gone through cancer and, and some of which are now in heaven, mm-hmm. their biggest thing was it's it's not the sickness, it's not the body, it's mm-hmm. the mind. Mm-hmm. And the mind is a is a blessing. The Lord gave us gave us this gift, which is this brilliant mind to use. Um, and it's our job to equip it and to be prepared and ready. And so when you're in that moment where you know, even though you could have reached and got your Bible, you were so sick you could not have. Mm-hmm. Now I've not ever been sick like that. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been in a moment of my life where I could barely breathe, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. That somebody in my 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 children, your children are your children, and you want great things for them. And when they hurt, good lands, right? Right. And if I could take all that hurt on, I would have. And there was no, I could not do anything. I had cognitive overload, so much so, heartache, I could barely breathe. And I know that Jesus is interceding for me. I knew that. I knew that he was fighting the battle for me. I knew the enemy was coming at me with anxiety and fear as well. Living in the what ifs. Ha, ha, ha. You praise him all you want to. I'm going to keep taking your family away from you, your friends away from you. I've been through all of that. And so he takes enough truth because he knows truth and he manipulates and twists it just enough that if you're not able to stand and fight using that what you put into yourself, spending time with the Lord, you know, the little saying, you are who you hang out with. Yes. And so you've got to be able to have that. And that's that is what you told me that day in the car. You said that you had a, a beautiful friend who knew the scripture, who spends time, and we all do that. We mm-hmm. all like read a part that we like, mm-hmm. and and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's you've got to study, and it's not just about studying, like you said when we were younger, trying to get through the Bible mm-hmm. or whatever. It's about this is our tool to help us through this side of heaven. And I mean, I'm telling you, it was where I would just take the covers up and <gasps> I trust you, Lord, and mm-hmm. that is all I had. And so we overcome the enemy with truth. Mm-hmm. You can throw that at me all you want to, all the lies, but I'm going to come back with you, come back with truth. It is my sword, and I know better. And so I'm teaching my little link in that right now. And so when you said you couldn't, because it just made you dizzy, and you had to rely on what was in you, mm-hmm. that, is, that is where we are in the world. Because I know how you are. I know how you study. I know how you raise your children. I know you and your husband, how much you love the Lord. I know that you called me that day for advice, and yet you blessed me more than I could ever have blessed you, I promise you. And if you have you have that knowledge, there are some that don't. They just don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. And so imagine their levels of anxiety and fear and depression, and he's just having a heyday. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's anyways, that that is what spoke to me the most because I said, like, somebody needs to hear that. And, and you know, I've, I've had somebody say, you know, you say, keep your Bibles open, keep your Bible open, keep your Bible open. Where do I start? And my what helped me as a baby Christian, because I had, I mean, I was saved when I was 20. You know, Shane was just pouring out scriptures coming out of his eyeballs and ears and all the Bible studies and all the, the Bible stories. And I didn't have all that. I just started studying on love, on God's love. I wanted to know about that. And that was my starting place. And it led to this and it led to that and it led to this. And so I want to encourage anybody who's listening, if you don't know where to start, look in the back of your Bible. And now we have this great thing called Google. Google love yes, and get into the scriptures. So, so that's a big deal, you know. Um, it's baby steps, mm-hmm. right? And you know, and it, where it says, um, for a man, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so it makes me think about like just what's in our heart. <coughs> well, that's a big deal. What's in there? Because that's what's going to come out so when good. it matters. See, I needed to hear that one. Yeah, that's what's going to come out when it matters. Yeah. Um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Right. So um, whatever's in there is what's going to come out. 
And, you know, we all mess up. We all get overwhelmed um, with life and the things that we have to do in life. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when we start to recognize the little, we all have something that you you can, you notice yourself, you know in yourself and something's "Mm, not quite right. Um, right. What's wrong here? And it's usually, oh, I've been a few days without the word or i've been a few days without um i love just to worship i feel like i do not have a voice like you i am it's a joyful song that's about all it is that's what i have my friend <laughs> um but it just cre- it gets me back um focused on him yes and his word. Let me tell you that somebody said sometimes I'm I'm going about my life and I'm fine and I'm happy and then I just feel this feeling and I can't understand what that is. And one of the things, um, you know, I'm 43 now, and for me, this is what I think it is for me, my story. We're in the world, but not of it, right? And so when you spend time with Him and His presence is in you, you're longing for more because this is not your home. And so when you're in the world and things are, sometimes you don't even know, you could just walk into a store and something attaches to, I mean, for me, it's a feeling of what is it? And it could be that there's a child that's being verbally abused by a mama on the other aisle and I heard it, but I'm so busy doing my own thing. Really didn't pay much attention to it. And I feel like our spirit is quenched. I think the Holy Spirit is quenched. I think you just kind of whatever and you do have to refocus instead, like your mind has to be steadfast on Him. Um, I've told this before, and I will say it again. When Shane and I were first married, we built this beautiful little two-story white house, little black shutters, you know, all the little today. And I remember Granddaddy Ashcraft, which is Shane's granddaddy. I say he's my biological granddaddy, but <laughs> um, he he had snow white hair, and he loved the Lord, and he loved people. And when he walked in a room, he lit it up because he carried God's presence. Mm -hmm. And he was in that front yard, and he had his hands in his pocket. He said, shame, boy. It's like the floodgates of heaven have just opened up over your home. And so we were just watching, and I just remember studying him. And he said, I want to tell you all something, and I want you to listen to me. Don't look to the left, and don't look to the right. You keep your eyes on the Lord. And that mm-hmm. was one of the scriptures that you were sharing the other day. Like, you've got to stay focused and centered on the Lord. And how do I do that? Through prayer and through scripture reading. Because that is when He is speaking to you. That is it. And like Lincoln Man will say, but I, when I pray, I don't hear Him. And I'm like, well, look, buddy. Do you ever just kind of get like excited for no reason and you're like, and you're just, the wind's blowing on your face and the butterfly flies by and you just feel loved, but you can't figure out why you feel like the whole world is just giving you a big hug. He said, yes, that's, that's the Lord. He's speaking to you. That's freedom. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, I could ramble on about that forever. Um, You got, you've sent me some scriptures. Um, I have one, I think, and it just happened to be in my old notes from, I did the Bible study at the schoolhouse a while back, but it was Isaiah 26, 3, 4. Do you have that one written down? Because I do if you don't. It's okay. I do. It says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast on you because they trust you. Yeah. Trust in the Lord forever for the Mm -hmm. Lord. The Lord himself is the rock eternal. Yep. That's so good. It's so good. Um, And that's why it's so important for it to be deep down. Yeah, in your heart, and you know, it makes me think of, you know, since we're both in education, sometimes I think it. We talk about like behavior, how to change our behavior, how to change a child's behavior, (laughs) um, behavior intervention plans, all the things. Okay, so sometimes we have to do that with ourselves. You know, like if you do this, I have to stop you there. There (laughs) there are these things called behavior intervention plans. There are these things called that. (laughs) They are. Yeah. Pretty much, if you do the right behavior, you get a reward. Or, you know, you eat the right things, you lose weight. Yeah, sure. You exercise, you're healthy. Yeah. It's a reward. Um, but it really makes me think about when we talk about it being down in your heart, it can't just be a behavior like I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to spend 10 minutes reading my Bible. It may start out that way, right. and that's okay for it to start sure. out that way. You can pray and ask the Lord um, if you don't have the desire 
to right. study His Word. You yeah. could say, Lord, ask for the desi- desire to have the desire <laughs> to study Your Word. Um, but it's not enough for it to be just this behavior that we go through just so we can check it off our list um, and give ourselves a pat on the back as a reward. Yeah. It has to be in our heart. Um, you know, even with children, um, it's not enough to just correct their behavior over and right. over. We have to shepherd their hearts. Yeah. And if we have to do that for them, we have to do that for ourselves, too. Mm. And since we're adults, yeah. it's our responsibility. Yeah. No one else is going to do that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we have pastors and we have people that we look up to in our churches and mm-hmm. around us. But it's our responsibility, yeah. too, to shepherd our own hearts. It is. And I think... Um, you know, count it all joy if you go through things. You know, that, that scripture sometimes mm-hmm. is a tough one for people. But it's so true. And when you've walked through some very difficult things and you have nothing but to rely on the Lord, mm-hmm. that is when it's not about just, I'm going to read this scripture. It's about its life to mm-hmm. you. It is a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Obviously, it's a relationship with the Lord. But you cannot wait Mm-hmm. You want to know. It doesn't matter if you read the same scripture for two months straight. Every time you read it, mm-hmm. you know that that was God, like he breathed that scripture. And that is him speaking to us. It is His. It is him. It encompasses everything. That steadfast, that unwavering, unrelenting. Like I've got to be purposeful in this because it's it's life. It's It gives me life. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it, it sustains me. It gets me through. It's, Jennifer, like, I don't know what I would do without my my Bible. And when you said that about, you know, I couldn't even look at it, but it's in my heart. It's what's gotten me through. Mm-hmm. the most. Even if I didn't have the verbiage, it was in my heart a new truth. When I would sleep, I... I could audibly hear the scriptures as if I was saying the scriptures to myself. That's the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. spirit in me just, and it's like that, you know, I don't know. I could just keep on rambling on about that. But mm-hmm. I have that, which you have. You will keep in perfect peace. That's right. Perfect. But it's like you said earlier, you can't read some of the scripture mm-hmm. at those whose minds are steadfast. Right. Okay. They're steadfast because they trust in you. And steadfast, like we said, it's unwavering. It's firmly. It's established. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. When you were talking about you, you say the same scripture or think of the same scripture or read the same scripture over and over. For me lately, it's been Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. That's been the one because some things I just don't understand. No. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. And I remember early, probably in my tw- probably all of my 20s, um I would instead of just trusting him, mm-hmm. it was about works for sure. me. Yeah. I would Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to take care of me because I've read my Bible mm-hmm. and I've given my tithes <clears throat> and offering sure. and I'm serving in the church and, um, you know, doing all the good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something if something happened, it was like, but I did this, this, this and this. Mm-hmm. And so my faith was in myself. Yeah, it was well, not in him. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And so, um, so I've learned now, I remember even when I had COVID and um, I got back, I was getting in the car after, um, I think it was after being tested or something, I don't know, or going to the doctor, and um, I was getting in the car and I sat the paper down on the seat and I said, well, I trust you. And it was not like, <laughs> in that moment, I was having to remind myself I trust you, <laughs> um, but it's so I true. It. I, I trust you. I, I was kept saying it. I trust you. I trust you. Whatever this is, I'm going to trust you with it. Yeah, yeah. 
That's so good. I have in my notes here, I was reading, um, your mind is the greatest gift. We talked about that earlier, that God has given you, and it ought to be devoted entirely to Him. Mm -hmm. You should seek to be bringing every thought to captivity. That was a scripture we talked about earlier. To the obedience of, of Christ, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. This will be one of the greatest assets of your faith when a time of trial comes. This is you right here. Because then your faith and the Spirit of God will work together. Mm-hmm. And that's what got you through. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read that one more time. You should seek to bring uh, every thought to captivity to the obedience of Christ. This will be one of the greatest assets of your faith when a time of trial comes. Mm-hmm. Because it will come. However big, small, whatever, there's trials. Okay? Um, Because then your faith and the Spirit of God will work together. That's so good. Because he's he's fighting the battles for us. But you also have to be able to understand the enemy's schemes. You have to be able to distinguish between what's truth and what's a lie. You have to know, okay, wait a minute. Like you said earlier, if it's not good, it's not from God. If there's a little bit of doubt, that's, wait, hang on, wait a minute. And how do I know? How do I know truth in that? Because we don't know it all. Mm-hmm. I have to go find it. Right. That's when you said study and show yourself approval. How do I find that, Kim? You can, I'm telling you, Google is the best thing ever when it comes to this. You can look up one word mm-hmm. and find it on the back of your Bible. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's back there, and it'll hone in on that. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, um and Google is so good, I, you know, when looking up um, a topic or a scripture or if you know a portion of the scripture, but you can't remember all of it, don't know where it is, yes. you can use Google to look it up. I have noticed something um, recently, something that God has been um, reminding me of. I started reading, you know, the Bible app is, is great. Yeah. I love it. I love all the plans on there and stuff. I right. love that you can have community on there and invite, you know, 10 of your friends to do the same Bible study with you and comment. Mm-hmm. I love all of those things. But when I'm at home reading my Bible yeah. in front of my children, right? Um, I have been reminded that I need to put my phone down because mm-hmm. it looks a whole lot like scrolling. I'm just scrolling yes. scripture. Yeah. But yeah. to them, they don't know what I'm looking at. Right. They think I'm just, yeah. I mean, who knows what they think I'm looking at. But Marking if I have, yes, if I have my paper Bible, <laughs> yeah. the book, yes, I love my Bible. Um, mm-hmm. then they know what I'm reading right. and they need to see sure. their parents reading yeah. scripture and know that it's important. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. they see how busy everything mm-hmm. is, but they need to see us doing that yeah. as well. Yeah. When Lincoln would, because he knows that mama gets her phone sometimes to look at um, commentary, like different you know, pastors that have preached on subjects and things like that, and then I will always back. So having that conversation too, like I'm mm-hmm. looking for this, but this is, and um, there is nothing, there's nothing like tabbing up your Bible, dog ear in the pages, writing and mm-hmm. jotting down your notes and your thoughts. I mean, I've got names in here of, you know, I mean, look at this page. It's just loaded of things that help me get through this side of heaven, and it's important um, I even have down here in my notes, like, focus on Him, His truth, His love. Keep your Bibles open. Like, I, that came from one of my, my stories that I did. Um, I'm looking right here. Uh, I don't know if this is one of your scriptures. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, uh, scorning shame, and sat down at the right hand of the, th- of the throne of God. That's Hebrews 12, 2. Um, and I just have, look up, he's our help, he has the answers. And it's some of what you talked about. Anxiety is a liar, fear is a liar, mm-hmm. depression is a liar, sadness to no end is a liar. Mm-hmm. You're going to be sad. Mm-hmm. But it, to no end, that deep, dark depression, that's a mm-hmm. lie, right? Jealousy, envy, anger, low self-esteem, comparison, Oh, comparison is a thief of uh-huh. joy for sure. Not enough. The spirit of not enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Right. Need more. Hopelessness. Okay, so those are things we battle against. Mm-hmm. All of us. Nobody has it all figured out. Mm-hmm. It's a daily thing that you have to die to. And you cannot do it alone. Right. That's what I was going to say, too. I know that we keep saying... Um, you have to put the word in you. You have to have it deep down. 
so that you can depend on it in your time of need. And that is so true. Yeah. But it's also mm-hmm. okay to depend on friends, mm-hmm. sisters, brothers in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um because they are there to carry us yes. too. Which is why what it says, confess your sins one to another yes. so that you may be healed. Yeah. Um, that's where healing cause sometimes yep. that's all I need is just to call a friend. Yes. Like I did you that yeah. day. Yeah. And it changed my perspective and it gave me you gave me great advice. I love you. And then we just that was probably two minutes of the conversation and then the next 30 minutes was you know <laughs> there's no telling the word <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know it's gonna go there well, always <clears throat> so because but that's I, what we needed it's okay you know right. when we confess our sins one to another mm-hmm. and he is faithful and just to forgive us i mean it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah because he we're his vessel he uses us to do the work mm-hmm. it's not about just reading the scriptures it's about putting them into practice and so um, in the morning, you know, we've been commissioned to love and to love well because we are representing Him in the kingdom of God. And are we going to mess up? Sure. And when we do that, there's grace for that too. Right. Right? And I really try really hard with this, Jen. Okay, Lord, he, I like to spend time with Him, love Him, know Him because it's the only way I can get through. And then to show that to others. Mm-hmm. And that is where you'll have joy. And I believe complete joy. And so how do I do that? I have to read the scriptures. I have to know and I have to put them into practice. I have to get my mind ready and steadfast or I can't do those things. You're not going to be able to. Um, And so I don't know. Like it just, I can't give somebody who's hurting what I feel. I I want them to know the freedom that they can have. Right? I've been through all that. Mm-hmm. I have been in the darkest places, and He has set me free and made me new. And I will get to my last breath, praise Him to the day I die. Mm-hmm. Right? And then for eternity. And I can't give that to somebody else. They have to experience that for themselves, so I've got to show them. The spirit of offense, all the things that happen, things that are coming at you, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, all the things I have to tell myself. Right? That spirit of offense is a beast. And if, it, if you're offended, He's got you. Right. Because you can't love well. And so, but that's okay. The Lord will help me through that too, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have to be able to be like, oh, that's my, I want to say my job, but that's my job. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to take as many people with me as I can. And and you can have peace on this side of heaven, even when all hell is coming across. Look, even when mm-hmm. all hell is going on in your life. And I know because I walked through it, Jennifer. I know it's truth. And so... I've seen some people walk through some really um, dark, dark. I mean, I've walked through some dark things. And then you just can look. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's the peace that passes understanding. There's no describing it. Right. It's just a peace that passes understanding. And so if someone is going through that dark time, Mm -hmm. that's just the peace that passes understanding. It's the only thing that I, <laughs> it's hard to s- describe. I'm trying to use words to describe it, but I can't. Can't. <laughs> no, you can't. And it, I can't understand. It passes it. understanding. It passes it. I it just know. passed it. Because <laughs> yeah, and, the, and like you think, like even when you're walking through some difficult, like the hardest things, and you come out on the other side, you're like, man, I saw you in all that. Now, now I get it. Now I see why we did that. Oh, I see that 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 had to happen because of. Does God cause it? No. You live in a dying world. Right. He's the way out of it. He gives you the tools to get out of those things. But you live in a dying world. You've not been made perfect. You're not in the, you're not in heaven. And so with that, like I, I, oh, I saw your goodness and all of it. I saw that person you sent that day. I saw that text that came through. I felt your love when it was very quiet at night and you just all the things that I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember how it felt and smelled and what it, I just, the fragrance of the Holy Spirit, I can't even explain it, but not everything as well. It doesn't mean that everything in your life right. is perfect. Um, and it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's listening, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And it's okay. It's okay. Because love wins. It is the only way. And that is, it that's it that's what it all always comes back down to that's what remains and if we can get that 
message out i'm telling you um i've got this little part turn your eyes it's a song i'm not gonna sing it because you said i have a voice but we know better (laughs) turn your eyes upon jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace and that part of that song we we sing over songs fast too if you turn your eyes and you look at jesus and you visualize that you visualize that I'm looking at Jesus. I visualize he's got his hands on my cheeks. Like, be still, look at me. Quit talking. <laughs> look full at his wonderful face. It's not like I'm glancing at him. It's not like I want to let, I mean, I'm gazing in his eyes. And I know that the things of this world will grow strangely dim. And it's truth in the middle of chaos and whatever. He doesn't abide in that. You know, we focus on the storm and the waves and the things, and he's that calming presence in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you have a night. And um, I say this, my friend Ashley, you know, yeah. it's okay to have a bad day. Just don't get stuck there. We talked about that forever. And there's, there's truth in that too. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get so worried about our performance or about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We get so wrapped up mm-hmm. in it that we are not prepared to give the blessing to the person that we see. Mm-hmm. And it could just be a smile or a word or a scripture or just help with something that they're doing that has nothing to do with church or scripture or anything. It could just be help with their job. Yeah. Um, are just holding the door for them. Yeah. That we forget the little things. That we reminded our mm-hmm. reminded our kids to do those things. Mm-hmm. To be kind. Mm-hmm. Just just be kind, you know. And we wear wear all the shirts, be kind, and all of that. And yeah. then we walk right past people and don't do that, you know. Um, but sometimes we get so wrapped up and so worried about ourselves and our performance that we forget what it's all about. It's not about any of those things. None of this is. Yeah. It's all about whatever glorifies him. Amen. Like Shane told me one time, he said, are you going to let, and it was something really big going on in our life, so I'm taking that for myself a little bit here. And um, he said, you know, one of the things he said is either you, you believe it or you don't, either you trust him or you don't. And then another, and when Shane doesn't say much, but when he does, I listen. And he said, um, nothing, no circumstance, no person has power over you. They don't. You allow that. And so what I allow to, what I try to saturate myself in is His Word, prayer. Um, I love worship music because it has the scriptures in there. So you're singing that over yourself. Um, But I'm not going to let the things of this world consume me. Now, do I get caught in this monotonous treadmill of worry that I offended or I hurt somebody's feelings or they don't like me or, uh, you know, I didn't do it. Yes, because naturally I'm a pleaser and I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying you please God, not men. But I have to fight against that too. Like my, I didn't mean to offend. I don't mean to hurt. I don't mean to do any of those things. My intentions are always pure. I'm never doing anything maliciously, even before I was saved. It's just, it's just not, I don't mean to be that way. But then the enemy will use that too, right? He uses those things. And so nothing has power over us except for what you allow in your life. And you, because you're in the world and not of it, and because you ha- you're you human, you have to be able to stay in the truth to know the difference. Right. Right. And that's and then put it into practice. And Because the enemy knows the truth too. Yes, he it. does. <laughs> and he likes to twist it. Um, okay. Did you have any more scriptures? I thought you had another. Maybe we read them all. I'm putting you on the spot. I wish you could see her notes. They're as much as I have. <laughs> I love notes. I love journaling. I Me recommend too. journaling I so do. much. Yes. Because, like, for instance, yesterday, I was uh, you know, I was just, you know, putting this in order. Sure. I already had it, you know, written down and stuff. I was just putting it in order. And it's fine to do it, you know. Sean, my husband, is all about... <laughs> Really, you still write things down? That's what he says. <laughs> like I'm not, I don't do technology like he does. I don't make. Um, I mean, I can use it, but I love just pen and paper. Me too. And um, but I got out a um, it's been, there's been several times lately. Actually, I would get out an old journal. Oh, let me see what's in this journal. Mm-hmm. And I was so blessed by like, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. I prayed that, then I really need that prayer now. Mm -hmm. Or I was struggling with that, then I forgot about that 
victory. You know, I forgot about that small victory. I forgot that I even struggled with that. Or you write down something, you go, God, I sound so smart. And you know, that's the Holy Spirit. You know that you can't put that down. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. And so I highly recommend journaling. Um, But just to go back, just to er some form of even if it's not paper and pencil, even if it's just a sentence once a week or once a day or once a month or something, um, just so you can go back Mm -hmm. five years from now or 10 years from now and look at what where Mm. you've come from. It's amazing to look and watch because sometimes the enemy will beat us down and say, well, you haven't grown spiritually mm-hmm. or you don't know any more scripture now than you used to. And that may be true, but you go back and look at it and you see where you were, the things that you dealt with, and then you see where you are now. Yep. And it just helps so much to rehearse your victories, I guess. Sure. Um, and of course he would say that. Of course he's going to say you don't know any more scripture than you did two months ago because he's performance based. Right. He knows that we can't do those. He knows that we're never going to be enough if that's all we try to do is perform. Mm-hmm. He knows that's not. He he knows that we just are valued and loved because we're God's children, and he can't stand that. So he's going to nitpick on things, and you just have to fight back with your words. I mean, you know the scripture, and um, one of my favorite scriptures um, – and I just got to share this. You're talking about a while ago. It's the simple things, and it is. And we just talked about this the other day. A friend of mine, Bonnie, and I were talking. It is the simple things in life. It is a smile. It is a kind word. Um, you're right. What's in your heart is going to come out. And the power of your words. And I know we've everybody has heard these things before. But it's so powerful. If you think it, my friend Keisha sent a message this morning. If you think it, just share it. If it's something good and kind, right? If it's, you know, her hair looks great today or, you know, whatever it is, just text, call, share it, spread it Mm -hmm. because somebody needs it. And it's in those simple moments that he's showing himself to the world. Like that's when you're like, okay, I got that. I can do it. I can overcome anything because Jennifer said my hair look good. I'm just joking. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. But one of my favorites is, um, I love Paul and it just says, uh, it's Philippians 4, 8. Oh, I was, well, it starts at 4-4, but I was at a school um, working with a coach, and we were talking about reading instruction and all the things, and there was a teacher that knew that I was in the building. And I had taught her son, I think he's probably, I don't know that he's graduated yet, maybe they have, I can't keep up anymore. And she said, I have something for you, and it was a t-shirt, and it had the scripture, Philippians 4-8. She remembered that scripture that I taught her son, and it is the scripture that I lo- I have it framed, and Cain sent me, got me this little beautiful frame from New York, and it's all in there. It's just the sweetest thing, and the boys know that's Mama's thing. Um, but it's, and I thought about what you said, that we study parts of scriptures, but maybe not all. So I went back, so not just Philippians four eight. I went to Philippians four four. <laughs> I went back a little bit more, Jennifer. So I took your advice. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice! Exclamation point there. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And I underline that for, for now. Because you can run past that. Because I can only be gentle because the Lord is near. He gives me the power to do so. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers. So if I don't read all of it, there's more there. Here's the one I love, right? Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned... So you can stop there. Think about such things. And I usually do. But it goes on tonight. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. That's good. Mm -hmm. And the God of peace will be with you. Look at what all All he said. Yes. And so... Well, I don't know why she's always so kind, or I don't know why she blah blah blah. I don't know why he, you know, why you know they've got all this stuff going on in their life. You should see what's happening to their family. Did you hear? 
Did you hear about this? But if we do this scripture, yes, ma'am, I can. Yes, sir, I can. Right. I thought it was, go back to the part where you said he is gentle. What's right before that? He is near. He is Ah. gentle, then he is near, Mm -hmm. and then don't be anxious. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And then he says, do not be anxious. Do not be. I think it's really, it's so neat the way he says, let your, be gentle, Mm -hmm. pretty much is Mm -hmm. what he's saying. Be gentle. Mm -hmm. To all. To all. Not to just the ones that love you the most. Right. Then the Lord is near. The Lord is near is one sentence. Then, then he talks about anxious. Uh-huh. Then you can have, yeah, yeah, so it's not just don't be anxious. Right. Well, if I read, if I just go to four, six, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, yes, but mm-hmm. read above that, read after that. There's a finally, brother, there's a this, there's a that. And Paul is saying these things because he's lived it. He persecuted mm-hmm. the church. Yes. He's talking through his experience, mm-hmm. finally, and it just brings tears to my eyes thinking about the truth in that. And that's when I say, open up your Bibles and leave them open. I can study on 4, 4 through 9 for a year. There's right. so much right there that I need to work on just to help myself and help others. Mm-hmm. And it's not about filling myself up so much to where I just... I. I want to be ready that when somebody comes to me, I can be helpful at all costs because I want to give the Lord my whole life because He has saved me mm-hmm. through the darkest moments and I get to live forever. And guess what, Jennifer? There's some people that I want to see again. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't know how to give that out except for to live it. And He said, put it into practice. And so I have a lot. I've been doing 4-8 for years and didn't read all that around. And that came from that conversation of me sitting in the old, old Navy parking lot. So if nothing else, <laughs> take your favorite scripture <laughs> right. and just read before it and yes, after, after it. it. I really have it. been doing that. Like yeah. the scriptures that mm-hmm. I've learned, even when I was a kid, I learned some, you know, the scripture that you, you do, the memory verses or the oh, Bible sure. drills, depending on what denomination you were in when you grew up. But Yeah, I didn't have that, but keep going. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, but even go back to those and look before it yeah. and after it. Look at the context. Yeah. Who wrote it? Yeah. What was going on during that time sure, period? Just the historical all the part of it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to just be reading scripture to yeah. check a box as a no. behavior plan. Get your reward, your pat on the back. It can not really right. you can shepherd your heart with right. it. Yes. And we can trust him. Amen. Because he's faithful to his promises. Yes. My word was almost faithful. <laughs> but it goes yeah. together. So goes faith, together. that's why I trust him because he's faithful. He is faithful to his promises. Yeah. And I've noticed too. I've started thinking about this. Our words are so so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and good words are good, but God's word is better. Amen. And I've noticed too. God, you know, He created the whole world with words. Let there be light. Mm-hmm. All of the, you know, all of creation was with words, and then He created us in His image. Yeah. So if there's something not right, if in your mind, mm-hmm. thoughts, or in your family, start speaking Scripture about it. I that's know. how He created yeah. things, and we're yeah. created to be like Him. Yeah. So that's how we change situations. Mm-hmm. Is Speaking it, but don't just speak good things. Yeah, speak, speak the it. great things. That's yes, right. <laughs> yeah, yes. the power that's in you, you're made in His image, and that power that is in you, greater things will you do. Mm-hmm. You have that power. You have His Spirit, mm-hmm. and I agree with that one thousand percent. And even if you don't see it in five minutes, because like Lincoln thinks he can pray that he wins the spelling bee, but not study. But even if you, Lincoln, you have to study to show yourself a (laughs) prayer. I said, he said, I prayed. I said, you never opened up that packet, Bubba. Be glad you even made it as far as you did. Um, But I don't even know where I was going with that sea squirrel. But anyways, yes, that it will happen. Mm -hmm. His truth will happen. Even if it doesn't pan out the way that you thought it should. Right. It's for the benefit of the Lord in the kingdom of God. And? Even if it doesn't happen on this side of heaven. Right. Your healing that you prayed for for someone maybe have been ultimately healed because they live forever. And we have to remember that too. This is not our home. 
And I've said this 10,000 times, and I hope it's not even unladylike. But you enter the world naked, and you're going to leave the world naked. And you know, there, I can't remember if Nana Blankenship, somebody said, it might have been Papa Blankenship. You never saw a hearse with a bunch of stuff behind. Right. Right? And so the only thing that you can take with you are people. So you better invest your time and energy in people. And I want to tell you, before we get off, I see how you love big. I watch how you walk in those hallways. I see what you're doing with the children. I know how you are ministering to people at Central Office. I do. I know that the friends that you have are some of my friends, and they adore you. I adore you. I see your children, your husband. You are beautiful inside and out, Jennifer. You are. And it is my honor to be your friend. It is my honor that he placed us in each other's life stories. And so I just want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for doing this today. Mm-hmm. Um, he is doing some mighty things in your life, and he is he yes. is showing you the way, friend. <laughs> your ministry is big and vast, and it's about loving others mm-hmm. and being real with your story, parts of your story, because somebody needs that, mm-hmm. not this cookie-cutter life. I don't know if it's a Southern woman, like if that's what we think it's supposed to be, but it's not. <laughs> you can still come over and have uh, yeah. tea and biscuits. And I promise you, my story is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you mind praying? Oh, I don't okay. mind. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come before you and we just thank you, Father, for this opportunity mm-hmm. to get together and to talk about you, to freely open your word and to talk about it, to learn from it, mm-hmm. um, and to teach others about it. Um, We thank you so much for this time that we've had together and just for our friendship, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sisters in Christ that I can call on in time of need and Mm -hmm. that they can call on me in time of need, Father. And I pray for Kim, Mm -hmm. and I pray for this ministry with my story and everything that you have for her. Um, Lord, I pray that you will just excel and um, excel in all things, Lord, that it will just um, be be whatever you want it Mm -hmm. to be. Um, And we thank you and we praise you for this time, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.